It's time once again for our winter giveaway. This giveaway is very simple to enter. Um, be a patron. So the easiest way to enter is go to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit. Become a patron at any level at our Patreon um, site, and you can do it that way. You can also enter by going to Threadless and buying some merch and tagging us in a photo of you in said merch. So if you like one of our T-shirts or hats or whatever, and you go to th- you go to comicsfunprofit.threadless.com and find uh, all our merch and like some of it, buy it, wear it. You can either tag us in social. Uh, with you wearing it or send us a photo of you wearing it and you're entered. So those are the two ways. Be a patron and buy merch. Um, and then you get entered in our, in our winter giveaway, which is fun swag giveaways of, um, photos and stickers and signed comics. Um, just like our fall giveaway was. And we had five lucky winners win stuff in our fall, fall giveaway. So we're hoping to um, have as many entrants this time that we can give away that many again. So be a patron, buy merch, enter the winter giveaway. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the C4 fap links you could ever need all in one place. You can provide feedback, listen, support, share, enjoy these. We have our Patreon there. You can buy us a beer or a coffee. You can check out our Instagrams, our Twitters, our Facebooks. Check out our YouTube page. You can email us. You can listen to our podcasts on Patreon, if you're a subscriber, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on Podbean. We have Google Podcasts on there. We have an Amazon wish list. You want to buy Kyle and I something? Fine. You can do that here. We appreciate it. We have Kyle's RPG podcast listed on there, so you can check out his Dork Day Afternoon offerings. We have Cowabunga links, so you can check out the Cowabunga Deep Discount FOC and Pre-Order list. Get on that. That's RLCS, so you can check that out as well. And we want to just give you opportunities to say hi, to check out what we're doing, support us if you would like, or just listen. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the c4 fap links you could ever need thanks back to the show thank you for listening to comics for fun and profit this is calendar with your sneak peek at next week episode number 874 for comics for releasing january number two and january number three but before you want to get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this first release week of 2024 boy that's going to take some getting used to saying yes, drew yeah. what else do you got for me in the world of comics man thank god i don't write checks anymore i don't have <laughs> I'm, I'm, i've moved into paperless <laughs> bill paying and stuff so i don't have to worry about writing 2023 on my checks for the next month and a half mm-hmm. so that's good um yeah, it's a new year, and say goodbye to 2023. 2024 is going to be, I don't know, probably just as shitty. Uh, so <laughs> new year, new you, Drew. New year, new you. Come on, yeah, man. New, new year, new me. Um, let, let's hope it's glorious. We'll see how it goes. Um, based on last year's, or last last week's, not quite last year's yet, um, Best Christmas Ever episode, <laughs> Um, John Abel sent this in saying, my favorite gift as a kid 
was this tabletop Tommy arcade pinball game. I was about nine years old and really into pinball. Our family were out of town staying at my grandparents' house of Christmas. I'd asked Santa to bring me a pinball game, which is in the back of my mind. I knew it would never happen. I didn't even know. Um, I never knew tabletop games even existed. I'd only ever seen them in the arcade. So I woke up early at 6 a.m. before the rest of the family, saw this under the tree, and I could not resist. My family woke up to the sounds of Christmas morning pinball. Yes. Yeah. I remember, I kind of remember what those are. Like they laid flat on the table with like a little incline to them. So it was kind of like a pinball game, but it didn't have the legs, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of sat on a table. That that would have been a cool gift. That would have been a very Heck cool yeah. gift. Um, he said, it's true. I remember my adult gifts way less. Funny how it is. <laughs> I guess adults just buy things they really want for themselves and lose the anticipation. I think I got the, the best gift I got as an adult was a big goose down parka in my early 20s. I was too cool for real winter gear. So I stuck to running shoes and thin jackets no matter what the weather. <laughs> my dad got me a warm parka anyway. And decades later, I still wear it on really cold days. So thanks, Dad. Merry Christmas, everyone. That Very was pretty cool. Nice. That's, That's very awesome. cool. Very cool. Yeah, he he could think of something <laughs> as an adult. I was struggling. I was struggling. <laughs> um, the good folks at Comicron also did a little um, year-end. Um, <laughs> they're also struggling. <laughs> they're also struggling. Um, but they did they did some stuff on like the average price, right? So. Um, how Marvel's average price from 2020 to now has gone from 407 to 437 to 431 to this year it's at 458. Oh, big old jump. Yeah, so it took a big old jump. Um, so that's where Marvel is. DC uh, went from 430 to 477. To 471 and is now at 480, so it's much higher than Marvel. I wouldn't have guessed that. I would not either. Um, image. Just, wait, one more time. Give me that one more time because that doesn't make sense in my my brain. Marvel is at 458 now. Yeah. As their average price, um, and DC is at 480. I wonder if that's just because of card stock or that, that's so it, weird. It, it, yeah, it takes into account. All versions, foil editions not included, it says. And they're black series and stuff. Interesting, because like, if you'd ask me blindly, I'd say, oh, you know, Marvel a dollar more. Yeah, yeah exactly. I would have guessed. Um, now, if you were to guess on image, would you think you'd be higher or lower than those two? Well, we've got the Kirkman books and the, the, uh, the Spawns. Sticking around at the three dollar range, so we've got a and few saga, things, uh, yep. and saga things yep. like that. So I'm gonna say it's, I'm gonna say it's under the three fifty mark. Yeah, and it actually dropped from hey, years past. So job. it went, it went from four thirteen in 2020 to four thirty four in 2021, back down to four twelve in 2022, 
and is at 413 in 2023. So it's flat from 2020 to 2023. It's the same price. Hmm. So $4.13. So I guess because of all the spawns, there's a the lot spawn, of $3 spawns. Kirkman's uh, Savage Dragon? Maybe Savage Dragon, yeah. So that's the big three. What do you think about if you take everybody else? What do you think their prices? We get a lot of random eight dollar books. Yeah. So I'm going to say they're they're over four bucks. Yeah. Um. Well, the other two were over four bucks. So we had four fifty eight, four eighty, and four thirteen. Yeah, I'm going to say over four eighty is what I'm going to say. You're going to say over forty eight. Okay. So, um, back in 2020, the average of all cover prices for Non big three, that's everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 461. Then it went to 464. Then in 2022, it jumped to 514. That okay, yeah. And then in 2023, it jumped again to five dollars and 32 cents. <laughs> so the back half and the mid tier yeah. are driving the price way up. Um, which I mean, <laughs> those independents of, I mean, yeah. I get it. It's tough. They can't afford to keep the. They can't afford to keep the line at, toe the line at three ninety nine. Yeah. So, um. So overall, the, if you take all those publishers and smush them all together, and you average <laughs> it all, um, the the prices have gone from four forty to four fifty eight to four seventy nine to four ninety four. So overall, the average comic price. Is almost five dollars. It's four ninety four, um, which we 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 kind of guessed at this point, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because there's an awful lot of four ninety nine comics, <laughs> but still, they I mean they the still the most common price point is still three ninety nine. Yep. So it hasn't gone away quite yet, but it is inching up. So that was an interesting little uh, study that Comicron did, since they can't give us any like decent sales numbers anymore at least they're doing something every once in a while to mm-hmm. be relevant so we appreciate that <laughs> strong work strong work strong work um, let's slide over now um, and take a look at cover prices top well, not cover prices cbsi's cbsi's yeah. top 10 the hot 10 list this is of course the hot 10 for december 29th 2023 um and they're going to start where we've started a few different times in the last few weeks. The the hottest independent book on the market, Beneath the Trees Where Nobody Sees. Still. One. Yeah. Wow. And the cover A is, of course, The Bee's Knees. On the list yet again with another 60-plus sales in the past week, interest appears to have surged as prices have skyrocketed up from 20 to $30 for cover A last week to highs of 100 bucks this week. This has had steady sales of over 70 over the last few days. Can't help but leave this on the top again as we close out 2023. Who would have guessed this one would be a strong seller as it has been the last few weeks? Not me. Yeah. I mean, I love I love that cover. I love that it is. I love that, it is. I yeah. love that it's, is, it's this and it's not some NYCC foil variant BS. Mm-hmm. So and this is... Yeah, it's a real. Comic. This is the thing. This is the this is the the drug in the veins that keeps us going, Drew. These the yeah. three dollar three dollar independent book that hits a hundred bucks. That's what we love more than anything. Yeah, yeah, it's good for them. Yeah. At rank two, we have Uncanny X Men two twenty one. Another return on the list is the past seven days. I've seen 
another surge in sales with about another 60 up from just 40 sales the week before. Excitement for X-Men 97 continues to grow. And I think there's your first morph and a few other things in this one. Rawls are mostly between 40 and $60, but a high of almost 130 for a high-grade copy. CGC 9.8, it's about 300 bucks. Very cool. At rank three, we have Superman number nine, the one in 25 Nathan Zerdy cover. Nearly 30 sales this week. Prices are climbing from last week's high of $50 to a consistent 70 to 75. We love triple ratio for the last few days. I'm surprised the momentum carried on this one to increase in not only volume, but an increase on price as well. It is a beautiful cover. Speaking of beautiful colors, we have Green Arrow, number seven, the one in 25. Jay Ensalato. I got I to gotta zoom in. I'm a little. There we go. A-N-A-C-L-E-T-O. <laughs> Ensalato. I'm just trying to pronounce his name right now. Anacleto. Yeah, trying to give him his flowers. I apologize. I'm going to have to watch something to find out how to say that. About 10 sales this week. Uh, as this one in 25 quickly rose from ratio to just under $50 a couple of days on the, on the market. It's pretty sweet. Jay Anacleto. <laughs> That's definitely <laughs> not going to work. Beyond that, I'm not sure what we would keep this relevant for the long term. Ah, at rank five, we have Duke number one. The one in 250, Drew. I will say that again. One in 250. Wow. Only three sales, but for a high ratio incentive such as this, it is not something to ignore, especially when those sales were for before, between $300 and $400. The other ratios for this are also moving very, very well, especially the one in 25 and the one in 100 foil. But those are all under ratio, whereas this is a decent premium considering the buy in cost. Wow. At rank six, we have Batman 609, written by Jeff Loeb and art by Jim Lee. This is an oldie but a goodie. Over 20 sales the last week following rumors of Hush being the baddie again in Batman 2. James Gunn has already shot down all recent Batman sequel rumors, but that doesn't stop any early rushers from jumping into the first mention of the rumors again we're hearing this week. Rawls jumped from 20 to 60 pretty quickly, and 9.8's around 200 bucks. We'll see if things slow down now that Gunn put the kibosh on these rumors. At rank 7, Daredevil number 9, David Mack on art and cover. Over 20 sales this past week as excitement is starting to build as we near the release of the Disney Plus series. Dropping in less than two weeks, most people I speak to are actually looking forward to the series. Not sure what that means for the longevity of Echo as a character, but for now, prices are ticking up to 60 to $70. Consist- and that is consistent for raw prices, where there were only 50 bucks before. And while down from the all-time high in 2021, a new stand 9.8 at a best offer taken for five seventy five. So is uh, Echo starting in a couple of weeks, or is yes. the new Daredevil coming? In a couple uh, of weeks? Echo. Yeah. Echo. Okay. Yep. I don't know. Are you excited about that? Um, I will give it a watch. I are you gonna let it stack up and binge, or are you gonna watch it as it comes out? I believe I always actually. I've been cut off from Hulu from people. And I've hit the end of, I'm in the middle of anime cycle. So I may watch current because I'm actually running low on things to watch. Okay, there you go. At rank eight, I have a couple of this book. All new Wolverine, number one, our boy Tom Taylor writing this one. Around 20 sales the last week 
with most around 20 bucks. Some outlier sales of more than 50 seem very strange, considering a pair of CGC 9.8s and one CBCSI sold for around 70 at the 9.8 level. Could be related could be related to Laura Kinney's Deadpool 3 rumors and or the upcoming Wolverine Core series. At rank 9, we have Animal Pound, number 1, the one per store, Scotty Young. Over 20 sales this past week for this virgin, Scotty Young. This seems par for the course for these one per stores lately. This is a cheaper, op- cheaper option than the black and white one in 100 incentive that was on the list last week. At rank 10, we have Daredevil number 7, the old Stanley Wally Wood book. Apart from some snips from the recent Echo footage where it seems old Hornhead is going back to his red suit, I'm not sure why volume has jumped on this classic issue featuring the first appearance of the red suit, but I can't ignore over a dozen sales this week uh, okay. where there were only a pair of sales the week prior. So it went from yellow to red. Correct. Okay, gotcha. You should know that you're a daredevil guy. I didn't know the number. No, I didn't. I didn't know. The, I didn't know. No, I never considered that a key either. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because I couldn't tell you the the uh, Nightwing where he went from disco to regular. I should probably know that. <laughs> I don't know that either. Actually, I think it's that Nightwing number one where he started his own series, but that's okay. And notable sales. We have Black Widow number one, the photo variant with uh, good old Scar Joe on the cover. Barely an all-time high, but nevertheless an all-time high. Back in June, this sold for a high of $1,000, and just this week, it accepted best offer for 1050 on an $18 asking price, and that sets a new mark. Also, a, G- a decent jump from the $600 sales that were in the beginning of December. I wonder what this, what the deal is there. Why, why the heat? Everybody <laughs> loves ScarJo. I guess. And the other one, Teen Titans number 14. While this is the first appearance of Gargoyle, I do not think that is the reason behind this $20,400 sale. One of only two CGC 9.8s for this book is probably the main reason behind the gigantic sale of a classic Nick Cardi cover. That's um, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Old comic for 9.8. There you go. We were singing images praises earlier, Drew. Now let's head on over to yeah. their uh, catalog for March and see if we think that March is going to have good things for Fun our good fact, friends at Image Comics. Uh, Image has the lowest average price of any publisher. That's right. Didn't, that's that, that was what I was saying essentially. Don't don't if you knew that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they should true. stick that on the front of these books. <laughs> Our lowest, lowest average price, but best Just value. FYI, good guy image. <laughs> and the first book we're going to talk about is Feral Number One from the creators oh. of Stray Dogs, a new okay. horror series. Um, we got some cute little kitty cats on the front. I like it. And they're very neat. They're fighting uh, rabid beasts. Yes, meet Elsie, Lord Fluffy Britches, and Patch, three indoor cats lost in the not-so-great outdoors during a nightmarish rabies outbreak. Without their humans to protect them, the cats rush to find their way home before they're eaten by the forest full of rabid beasts on their tails. Don't get bit, don't get scratched. Don't become feral. Lord Fluffy Britches, isn't that what the wife calls you in the bedroom? <laughs> it sure is. I've got a name tag <laughs> somewhere on One of the same? 
and the art is just i mean yeah. it's fleeks, we are, yeah. it's fleeks. we are fleeks and we are right for a series yeah it's it's great and i like what he's doing on this this uh splash page here i am a big fan i'm sorry it's trish forstner the art she's the one that did the stray, stray dogs so yeah it's yes it's the same art style so it's really great yeah, very well done. And we've got covers A, we got a B, we got a D, we got an F, we got a C, we got an E, we got a G, all our way up to one in one hundred. Yeah. I think the F cover, if I'm not mistaken, I one of these is like a I don't know if that's a Cujo cover, maybe, I don't know. I'm trying to figure figure things out. Yeah. Yeah, it look it looks really good. I'm I'm just enchanted by the interior art pages and really strong work and um, I mean, I love Stray Dogs, so this is 100% going to be on my pull list. There we go. Other things that we like are dystopian comics and ongoing comics that aren't limited to like three or four issues. So that's where we have The Last Mermaid by Derek Kim. I'm sorry, Derek Kirk Kim on story art and cover. Along the lone, a lone mermaid roams an endless wasteland on a quest beyond reason. To press ever onward, she must survive the interminable stretches between tiny pockets of water, roaming bands of cybernetic cannibals <laughs> and fearsome mutant beasts. Wah propels her forward to oh. take such a risk. So there's not a lot of water, and mm-hmm. she's a mermaid, so she's yes. in like a little mech suit. Yeah, she's moisturized a, or whatever. Yeah. She's in a water a, a mech with a water bubble, and she okay. is going from place to place. Okay, you got me with the first given page. That's awesome. The Golden Gate Bridge, Dystopia. Yeah. Uh, this is great. Uh, Axolotl. And Axolotl. Oh, I have to buy this. I will be <laughs> killed if I don't purchase this. What's this? Does, does, your, does your 10-year-old really need to know post-apocalyptic? I mean, if we're going <laughs> to catch her in comics, this is the way to do it. There's an Axolotl yep. in there. That's crazy. Yeah, and that looks just like Archie. Wow. Our axolotl from upstairs. That's crazy. <laughs> that is dope. And the third book here, we have Rick Remender writing this one, Drew. Oh, wow. Napalm Lullaby, number one, another dystopian and action-adventure. But, Drew, we also have superheroes. Oh, damn it. <laughs> the best-selling creative duo of Rick Remender and Bengal... Reteam for Napalm Lullaby, an all-new ongoing dystopian epic with a special double-length first issue. I love double-length first issues, Trail. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. A chill. A chill. I can't read today, Drew. You're having trouble, man. You're struggling. You're having issues. A child with unimaginable powers is raised to believe that he is God by a cult of zealots, utterly confident in the moral authority of their religion. The magnificent leader has imposed his will on humanity and created the ultimate theocracy. Join them or be cast out to suffer with the masses. My my daughter was raised to believe she is God, at least in her mind. <laughs> 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 also, um, this is okay. So these guys did Death or Glory, right? Yeah, and, and we are we not have no favorite. We have, we have no words through in our, we, our. This is another one where they're either not telling us what they're saying, or this is another silent book. They haven't paid. They haven't hired a letter quite yet. Yeah. So, or they're going to do a lot of. We're going to do a lot of sparse storytelling. A lot of pizza dogging. Not a fan. 
We we gushed over our good friend Todd McFarlane and his mm-hmm. Bond series, keeping our prices down. Another two ninety nine book is we have Sam and Twitch Case Files, number one. Your fan favorite detectives are back on the new on, on with a new ongoing series, Sam and Twitch Case Files, from the world of Spawn. Acclaimed creator Todd McFarlane and artist Simon Kudransky bring you a tale of murder, intrigue, and deception in this noir crime drama. We have crime noir, Drew. Yeah, yeah, and no, uh, no, no dialogue here either. No, no, no lettering. So I'm guessing we just aren't putting. It. Well, yeah, we there just, can't be, just there can't be as many silent books. You know, we're not we're not two two months ahead, I guess, yeah. on some of these. Under York is Sylvain Runberg and Mirka Andolfa doing interior art and the cover. Um, this is an action adventure fantasy occult superhero book. Um, three ninety nine, thirty two pages. New York's destiny is written in its depth. Alison Walker is a promising young painter. She has a secret. She's also a witch. Of course, there's got to be some supernatural in it. <laughs> Jesus, like <God>. you do, <laughs> like you do. You can't just, you know, you had a little painter story, you know, but you had to it'll make her a witch. And they are giving us thirty five percent of this book in previews. <laughs> That's a lot of pages there. Um, it's good art. It doesn't really look like Marka Andolfa to me. So, but it's really, it, it's really solid. She's doing a great job. You know um, what looks exactly like Tim Seeley? What? This next thing. Local man, bad girls, one shot. <laughs> that is, um, Tim Seeley art right there. If I've ever seen it. Yeah. Oh, we get a new Astro City Metro book as well. Kurt Busiek, I'm going to do um, mm-hmm. Alex volume Ross five. covers, baby. Alex Ross yeah. covers. Uh, trade show gets collected, or Creep Show gets collected uh, as a trade paperback. Uh, the Descender Compendium mm. of all 32 issues of Descender. Hackslash Deluxe, not the new reboot, Hackslash, the old. Tim Seeley Hackslash, Volume 4, hardcover. <laughs> Invincible gets another trade, um, several of them, and hardcovers. Uh, Spawn and Last Man getting some trades, Rogue Sun. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to head to Sex Criminals. Sorry, catch me when you get there. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> okay. I forgot it was one through thirty, and then issue sixty nine, which is what the collected trade is. Yeah, eight hundred and twenty four pages, fifty bucks uh, for every five copies of Sex Criminals: The Complete Edition. Stores may order a bundle of five book plates, signed by a fraction. That's awesome. What is a book plate? I uh, uh, like a slipcover type thing. I don't know. Is a book plate like a, a a like a print of the of the cover? Is it like a little mini poster? Um, I don't know what a book plate is. And I even googling, I I know less after I googled what a book plate is. Book plates are a safe way for authors to send their signature. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So if it's a net, if your book plate, I mean, you're going to get five copies of the trade, mm-hmm. probably. It's a $50 trade, so you're going to get five copies of that in your store. 
and then you can you can make order a bundle of five book plates at three bucks a piece or three bucks for five what are you selling those book plates for you think i mean i'd say you're, you're just using them to sell your trades you get one you buy one get one yeah Buy a sex criminals trade, get a free book plate. You don't get Correct. to buy them separately. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Gotcha. Pony up, homie. That makes sense. Swan Song gets traded as it gets collected as a trade. That was so much such a good book. So much fun. I really liked it. Backlist Spotlight, New Year, New Talent. Stock up on these comics by up-and-comers and support a new way of creativity. It's a lot of new talent, mm-hmm. they're calling it. Is Joe Hill new talent? No, not really. <laughs> Bloody Dozen. Oh, this was a fun discovery, man. I, um, I remember when we first saw that first issue on one of our uh, sneak peeks. We're like, oh, this must have existed before, you know, yeah. or something. So um, I accidentally read the first issue anyway of Bloody Dozen. And it was really good. It's like a, a vampire jailbreak in space, basically. That's, That's the pitch. Cool. Um, so, you know, Charles Soule, he does high concepts pretty well. Um, and at the back, in the back matter, he's talking about the last one, which was Hell to Pay which was the first six-issue miniseries about the Shrouded College. And that elevator pitch was basically um, hell, you know, collecting 666 hell coins um, before they fall into the wrong hands, basically. That's kind of like the gist there. Um, and it was really good. Um, so I read, I read that whole trade. Before I before and then I already read this first issue of Bloody Dozen, so I, I, it's it's fun. It's Charles Soule does back matter in each one with a nice essay on something that's going on. Um, uh, for that Hell to Pay trade or or that miniseries, he actually had 666 Hell coins created. Nice. And you could order them. And then if you come up to him at a at a show, him or um the other guy that was did the art at that one, I don't remember who that one was. Will Sliney. Will Sliney was the guy's name. Yeah. If you come up to them at a show, present your coin, they'll pull out a six sided die. And oh. if you roll a one, you take get your coin. You get a traded, you get a a signed um, piece of art, either like a, a original art page or like um, some kind of uh, art uh, commission or something, you know, something worth well more than <laughs> that coin would be worth, right? So mm-hmm. you get a really great gift. Um if you roll a two, a three, a four, or a five, nothing happens. You take your coin and you go home. If you roll a six, you forfeit your coin and you go and you go away empty-handed. That's awesome. So you've got to come up and you've got to you've got to you've got to gamble. You got to take the risk. No middle of the road here, boy. Yep, 
Yep, and they've had they've had multiple people try it. They've had their they bring their coins in and roll the dice. No one's lost their coin yet, and no one's won their, oh. won anything either. So they've all been two, three, four, fives. How does and a boy they, get a coin? And they just take their coin. Yeah, they're all gone. They're, you can't buy them anymore on the website. Ah. So um, I was bummed. So all 666 are out in the wild. Um, but, you know, maybe somebody has them at a, a comic shop near you. Check, are they check. on eBay? <laughs> Where's our eBay? Oh, you know, they might be on eBay. I never thought about that. What do they call it again? Uh, Hell Coins. So it's from Hell to Pay, um, the Charles Soul um hell coins um so yeah that that would be that that would be cool and then next time he's at a show near you take it in there and roll the dice man mm-hmm. and trade it in for freaking piece of original art or or just keep your coin or just keep it yeah or just keep the coin yeah i thought it was pretty cool i thought it was a pretty cool little Whole thing, Heck did, yeah. Which kind of got me psyched for the for the series, and he's gonna do like six of these. So, the Shrouded College is going to be six or seven miniseries, and it's already been optioned. So I think it's like, who's the guy that is always with Jonah Hill that has the stupid laugh? No, oh, uh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. I think his production company has already optioned it, so there's enough money. That they can, they're going to be able to finish their story, yeah. whether it sells or not. They have the money, so that's kind. Of, I thought that was kind of cool too. Um, fun stuff, fun stuff. It's cool when you stumble across cool comics like that. Yeah. So if you pay three hundred bucks for a number one, uh, how to pay number one CGC nine point eight, they'll throw in a coin. Um, if you buy a raw <laughs> at one hundred eighty bucks, they'll throw in a coin. Other than that, they're not being sold individually; they're being packaged with the book. Yeah. Yeah, so it used to be able to get them with just a like a twenty dollar issue, yeah. but those sold out quickly. Very cool. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Uh, now we have the cabinet, which I don't remember that first issue. Do you? But it's it's only on issue two. You haven't read it yet, I imagine. No, I mean I don't remember the, but I don't remember us talking about the first one. So we might not have talked about image oh, last yeah. month. Yeah, it's very possible. Um, or I've forgotten because my brain doesn't work sometimes. So, but this is um, a mystical cabinet, which allows them to go around a remote town in search of a lost rec- relic. Kind of interesting. David Ebeltoff and Jordan Hart doing the story with Chiari Ramondi. Not familiar with any of their work. Cobra Commander 3 from the Energon universe. Mm-hmm. I know. I remember that one. Yeah. Cobra Commander, I forgot, it's only a five-issue series. Yeah. Series finale of Dark Ride. Yeah. And uh, that, they, uh, that the font cover D? is what? Okay. What is that font? Which one? The cover D. Uh, that is Toy Story. Oh, Toy Story font. Okay. Yeah, I was just getting ready to point that one out. I was like, that is a Toy Story one right there. Duke number four of five. Good-looking covers there as well. Dutch, the classic Dutch by Joe Casey and Simon Gagne. Simon Gagne. Classic. Classic. <laughs> oh, we know it's a classic. Well, the font is, is oh, the old. Oh, okay. that's, that's like old uh, 
Micronauts. Ninety-five. Yeah. Yeah. Fish flies five of seven. That is it. That's. Duncan Figretto cover B is wicked, but awesome. Yeah, I remember reading the first issue and thinking this is weird, and I don't think I've ever read or read another one. So I need to rectify that. Man, that's one of the better G.I. Joe covers I've ever seen is G.I. Joe 305. Just the standard cover? Just the standard cover. With Cobra Commander on the front? Yeah, Cobra Commander just marching. It's just very cool. Yeah. Good-looking Gunslinger Spawn cover, too. Dang. That's Andy Kubert on the A's and the B. Mm Mm-hmm. Every Holy Roller cover gets weirder and weirder. And I yeah. thought the first issue was weird. I read that first issue. Um, it was a strange book. Yeah. I Hate Fairyland 2022, issue 12. Ice Cream Man. Um, great uh, crash cover. Decompression in a wreck, yeah. part one. It's a two-parter, which does not require reading. Of either part. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what? That is amazing. Why is, why so is it part one then? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and then the creepy cover B by Jeffrey Allen Love. Who hurt you, Jeffrey? <laughs> the Infernals. Kaya 16. Oh, that's Ryan Parrott. Okay. Wes Craig, yeah, I kind of skipped that on Wes Craig. I was, no, I didn't didn't get into that one. Sorry, Wes. Sorry, Kill Wes. your darlings. That one I'm behind on, but I'm still reading. The penultimate issue. Um, so it's, it just says seven, but they're already calling it quits. Yeah. That happens sometimes. Philadelphia 35, great cover A by Jason Sean Alexander. That's awesome. King's Bomb. Love Everlasting 13 by our boy Tom King. Yeah, it's it's 13 already. Into the story arc for Midlife by Buccioletto and Simeon. It's a good looking cover. See if that comes back. Uh, Monstrous 50. Yeah, 50th issue of Monstrous. Who knew? Still only four bucks. If this had been Marvel, that 50th issue would have been $13. Oh, man. That would have been, yeah, it's the anniversary issue. Yeah. What is the cover D? Oh, Stan. Or what? They just turn him into animals in the cover D with blind. Yeah. They've just anthropomorphized things. That's cute. Your boy Kyle Higgins on Moon Man with Kid Cootie. Yeah. Kid Cutie. Super, superheroes, buddy, with Kid... It's Kid Cuddy. Kid Cuddy. Series finale for Newburn. Oh, it's the end. Mm-hmm. That's it? It's over? Oh. Plus the backup which reaches its conclusion. Yeah, backup's terrible. <laughs> so, that's fine. It can, go, it can die on the vine. But Newburn is great. Night six... The end of no one, Kyle Higgins finishing yeah, up that yeah. massive yeah, first item. Superheroes, superheroes, superheroes don't—they don't, they don't, we don't work. So 
They don't work. The one, the one hand, number two by Ram Ram V Drew, number two, mm-hmm. issue two, who we determined does better independent work than superhero work. Correct. We by being me, mm-hmm. I've determined that. Dystopian. This is our hand. Our bones dust. Issue four hundred four. Yeah, I'm excited about uh, this one. I have this number one sitting there on to be read, so I'm excited to check that out. Petrolhead 5. Phantom Road 10 is the end of that arc. Although, this coming back, Kyle, those, those books, really, I feel like those should have ended. Mm-hmm. But they're still going. Really like this Scorched covers. No Barons, though, right? Oh, who, Beyond Bounds. He does. What does he do? Gunslinger? I think so, yeah. Six Fingers, number two. Something epic. Who is that? Is that just a random duck, or do we know that duck? Well, they can't be using. That's what I was saying. Howard, right? No. It's another, another, another duck, I guess. Yeah, but they've got him in a. Almost Darkwing Duck Batman motif there. And that's Beverly Hills Cop, right? I think, yep, exactly. Good pull. I don't know what the other one is. Yeah, I don't know. what That's a CD of some sort, and I don't know what album that's aping. Spawn 352. Tenement number, or Bone Orchard Tenement 10. Jeff Lemire ending that series. Oh, Look at that Transformers cover. Then that's arc. Wow. Uh, yeah, the last issue uh, three, I guess, was yeah, the one one I just read. Um, dude, it was just like <laughs> it was like nonstop, like a fight from like the beginning mm-hmm. to the end, basically. And at one point, Optimus Prime. <laughs> uh, spoiler, yeah. If it, if this is a spoiler, I don't know. Um, he, he he like rips his own arm off because it's <laughs> dangling there useless. Mm. So his arm is like injured. So he rips it off and then beats the hell out of Starscream with it over <laughs> and over again. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. So then he just goes, then he like drives off with, you know, his <laughs> his other like an arm missing and so that's also like the his door i guess is missing because of that (laughs) um and it was just it was it was pretty badass it was pretty badass it's been it's been good it's been a good reinvention but i guess i don't really have a lot to compare it to because i haven't read a lot of star wars or transformers comics so um, yours usually not that hardcore it was hardcore man (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So something's not gonna turn out well here <laughs> at the end of the story arc. I got a feeling. I don't think everybody's gonna be okay. That's what it said. It says, and someone isn't going to survive this this issue. Well, yeah. Like like only the Decepticons have the Energon. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know how they're going to keep going. I don't even know how the Autobots are going to keep going. And they don't have any energon. They're all depleted. They're on running on fumes. Uh, Optimus doesn't have an arm. Oh, yeah, and that's that's issue three. Man, we still got three <laughs> issues to get to this one. That's awesome. Yeah. Void Rivals number seven starts a new story arc. 
Also great. Yeah, and continues to grow as Proximus is on the hunt. Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, but I read six already, so it's a long break between then and now. At least two months. Yeah. Off, which is kind of a bummer. Drew, I thought I thought you won a bet here, but no. Walking Dead 84 does have three covers. They're just not showing us anything with the eye. Oh, okay. You said they would eventually stop doing multiple covers, and they haven't. <laughs> they have not. They have not. Why would they? But there's, they've stopped trying to sell you multiple covers. Yeah, and you know, still there's still there's a Annie Wu connecting variant, which I can't, we can't see it. So, mm-hmm. um, where would it? What, we're on eighty five, and we go to what do we go to one? 64? Yeah, it's 167. Something like that. Yeah, okay. Could be 142, maybe. I don't know. I gotta remember. I should know that. Why don't I know that? And then I don't know about you, but my uh solicit ends at Weatherman Volume 3, issue three of seven. Yeah. And um I can't believe this is on its third volume. And I don't I don't really care. So <laughs> third volume and yawn. Yeah, don't don't care anymore. So a lot of good stuff though. I I was I'm pretty excited for a lot of this. So um good for them. Good for them. I am hot for all these cool titles that they've got. <laughs> Very cool. All right, Julie, let's head over to coverprice.com, look at some more secondary market items and see what is going on there in only the a top ten. Only a top ten. Only a top ten. And we're going to start with rank 10 beneath the trees where nobody sees number one, the Riley Rosmo New York Comic Con 2023 storybook foil. This book was a surprise hit upon release. Um, the foil tracked 10 copies, sold $270 for CGC 9.8 and 75 bucks for these. I'm not catching how many there were, but normally not very many of New York Comic Con stuff. Yeah, so um, number 10... Okay, this is a this is an NYC mm-hmm. foil. Okay, so yeah. it was number one. The regular A cover was number one over at CBSI, right? Spoiler alert: We haven't got there yet. Just let it happen. <laughs> at rank nine, we have Animal Pound number one by Scotty Young, the reveal version one per store variant. $79 for raw, $53 if you're being picky. 23 couple copies selling online this week. Godzilla number one, uh, the standard regular co- cover because Godzilla is going everywhere with Godzilla minus one and yeah. all the Godzilla versus Kong movie and everything. 19 copies of these things being gobbled up as we are picking up all the American versions of Godzilla stuff. A CGC 9.8 for $482, 119 for near mints. Yeah. Superman at nine. This is that Nathan Zardy one in 25 cover. It's rare to see Silver Banshee take center, center stage on a comic cover. It is even rarer to see her in such an alluring illustration. It is all thanks to Nathan Zardy, who showed us the Silver Banshee in all new life. Fans love the retailer incentive so much that the resulting sales have sent her on the top 10. 28 copies selling, $50 for all, 48 bucks if you want to save two. At rank six, we have Street Fighter, Kimberly, number one. Drew, this is your boy, Ickpot. Yeah. yeah. So this is the market appreciation edition. 18 copies sold, 60 for all. 
near mints at $48. Omega Men number three as we continue to chase our good boy Lobo. And we hope Jason Momoa takes over Lobo and, and that, uh, you know, our, our boy James Gunn writes it. So that's what people are anticipating. 26 copies, $414 for CDC 9.8 near mint rolls at 67 Drew, circling back, we have Beneath the Trees, where nobody sees number two, oh. cover A. Okay. Samantha the Serial Killing Bear has racked up a grand following after her initial issue. The series was a surprise hit, and the second issue was highly anticipated. With the first issue getting as popular as it is, fans quickly grabbed up copies of the second book before it took off in the aftermarket. This series is a hit, and readers are invested in the storyline. It wouldn't be surprising to see the series... Uh, worth more than what it is currently valued farther down the line. We tracked 14 copies sold in its first week, uh, $14 for Rawls, 10 if you're grabbing new mints on the secondary. I'm going to have to, um, I'm going to have to look for this uh, yeah. read, and read this digitally because, um, man, it's really got mm-hmm. some heat. At rank three, Wolverine 55, the Greg Land EC Comics homage. Deadpool 3 leaks are common occurrences. The latest leak shows uh, the Merc with the Mouth himself holding a decapitated saber-tooth head. So that makes people track down this book. 28 copies, $316 for CGC 9.8, $23 for Near Mints. Uncanny X-Men 221. As fans gear up for the nostal- 90s nostalgia of, ni- of uh, X-Men 97, um, the news has left fans confused initially with anticipation of the animated series that will release in 2024. However, given that this comic announcement is a prequel to that series, does that mean the animated series will be dropping sometime in April? Who knows? Either way, the closer we get to the series, the more we will see this book appear in the top 10. 31 copies, Drew. $300 wow. for CC 9.8. Near mints for 57. And Drew spoiled it for you, but at rank one, beneath the trees where nobody sees. Issue number one, cover A. We saw 61 copies moving on the secondary market. 150 bucks for ZDC 9.8. $80 if you want to get rid of it and grab a near mint of it. It's crazy. Yeah, that's, I mean, that is uh, um, amazing. I mean, yeah. it's an IDW book, too. And it's got this kind of staying power. Yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. All right, Drew, let's head on over to Lunar Distributions for a sneak peek out late next week and see what is coming out in stores January 2nd. I am really curious because <clears throat> we didn't really have a huge drop-off the week of Christmas. Mm-mm. So this is the week of New Year's, and mm-hmm. we'll see. How, it doesn't look like there's a drop-off here either. It looks like there's all kinds of stuff coming out. So we got a new Batman, Batman 141. Yeah. Um, Birds of Prey. Love that cover B, that Chris Bacalo. Kneel before Zod. Homie is just holding on to a a spinal column, something like that. (laughs) Like he does. Cover A of Poison Ivy, Jessica Fong with a wicked pregnancy belly cover. A Titans Beast World um, tour, Atlantis, number one. The new Superman 78 as well for issue three. Heading into our January 3rd items. So maybe it is a little thinner than normal. Yeah. Love Everlasting hits issue 11. Walking Dead 80. 
Ribbon yeah, Queen. Definitely a little thin. I'm heading over to Previews World. Boom so Studios. Ghost Lore at 7, Once Upon a Time, The End of the World hits 11 of 15 now. I don't think it was always mm. a 15. Uh, but we got a first issue. That's Pine and Merrimack. Merrimack. Yeah. And this is a Kyle my Starks. Boy. Yeah. My boy, Kyle Starks. Not your, your boy. boy. Yep. My boy, Kyle Starks, with Fran Gallen on art. On the corner of Pine and Merrimack, it sits a small, unassuming town, just a simple place, civil people, and one horrifying secret that could change everything. After a lifetime of witnessing the worst that humanity has to offer, former homicide detective, yeah, Linnea Kent <laughs> has decided to put all of that behind her. Oh, this is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. From Marvel, we, of course, have Amazing Spider-Man 252 facsimile. We have some dope Planet Beware the Planet of the Apes covers, including a really nice Scotty Young that I think is awesome and fun. That was Beware the name of the new movie that's coming out. Beware the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I don't know. Not sure. That's interesting. Captain America number five, the Wolverine variant. Fall of the House of X. Yeah, that art germ variant is going to be. Who is the girl in yellow there? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure who that is, actually. How about the Inchuk Lee? Is that Jubilee? Yes. No. Whoever has a, a dragon with him. Man, I really don't know X-Men at all. Kid Venom Origins. What are we doing, Marvel? Marvel Meow? What? What? Cats? It makes its possum print debut. Oh, my goodness. Spider-Man 2099 is back with the first issue. Yeah, Marvel Meow has the uh, Lion King cover. Yeah. Star Wars Darth Vader, just the logo variant for issue 42. That's kind of cool. I wonder why. Just couldn't find an artist. (laughs) We got this font line around. Let's just do that. (laughs) Vengeance of Moon Knight number one drew one, two, three, four, five. Frank, including a Frank Miller. Oof, oof. Dynamite got nothing that interests me. Basic Instinct number two. Ooh. Hmm. I missed that. Drive Like Hell hits issue three. Machine Girl in Space Hell Angles. Okay. Not sure what an angle is, but it's Merca and Dolfo. But it's written by a man named Mats. So she's doing the art in that? Mm-hmm. Interiors and everything? Okay. No. Sergio okay. Monjes. Okay. I saw her name in the heading, but I guess it was just on the cover, eh? Packless Zero, which is that, like, space cop-looking thing, right? Mm. Yeah, zero, that's any zero issue. Mm. Lots, of, lots of manga. Yep. Walking Dead Deluxe is all right, Drew. It's an interesting week as we start off the year. A little, You know, we got holidays involved, so things are a little... Not, you know, not a, a giant release, but there's some good stuff in here. It's not as, dri- you know, it used to be like there were there were multiple years where that week, Christmas week, New Year's, New Year's week was awful. And there was like mm-hmm. four books. So we'll take this. Yes. But you're so saying Drew, what turn. is your book <laughs> of the week? Oh, it's got to be Pine and Merrimack. Uh, number <laughs> one from now? Boom. And that's the Kyle Starks book. And 
you know, there's it's got some detectiving going on there, so it's a little, little crime solving, and it's Kyle Sarks for sure. For sure, that's mine. I am going to go with Fall of the House of X, and I'm going to go with my boy Art Germ, and it is Magic, M-A-G-I-K is the character on the cover. That Magic Art Germ cover is awesome looking, and I cannot get enough of it. So that is my pick. It is nice. It is nice. Yeah. So that's the yellow-ish cover? Yes. Yeah, that's what she's She's in yellow. I don't know if the cover's yellow. All right, Drew, this is where I say thanks, everybody, for tagging along with us into 2024 we appreciate you guys always keep it on us we love that if you want more from kyle and drew head on over to patreon.com search comics for fun and profit find more from us and see if we get into some grand adventures in the year 2024 so for drew and myself so you our lcs is cowabunga comics lake country's wisconsin's best pop culture destination for new comics back issues, gaming, retro video games, vinyl, and figures. Give them a call, 262-569-9999. Check them out online at cowabungacomics.com or follow them on Twitter at Incredical. Um, they are our LCS, and we utilize their deep discount mail order service to bring Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, closer to us. They'll take care of you. Tell them Drew and Kyle sent you. Say hi to Eric and James from us. If you need an LCS, you can't go wrong with Cowabunga Comics.